This one church in Virginia over the course of three years in just merchant processing fees, not including the subscription costs we're going to save for them on their giving platform right now. We're going to save them $150,000. I don't know Virginia. I've never been there, but <laughs> I would cute. assume that's at least a couple staff members. Oh my gosh. That's, that's massive. A pastor-turned-tech leader and a millennial churchgoer explore the intersection of technology, culture, and faith, equipping you with innovative strategies to support you as you live out your calling, lead your churches with confidence, and step into the future together. This is the Give It Up Podcast. So I think it'd be a fun idea to do a Money Hacks episode. Let's go. Everybody loves Money Hacks. Oh, Life Hacks in general. People love it. We love a good hack. Except if it's for your own credit card information, then we don't like hacks. Nope. But thankfully, we but care deeply. We are SOC2 Type 2, the only giving platform that we know of in our space that is SOC2 Type 2 compliant, ongoing auditing across our security and compliance protocol to keep your data and your information safe. Which means we deeply care about don't your Don't you hate that email you get from even big tech companies? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, by the way, uh, your info got hacked. I got two... <laughs> Two of those last week. You know? And one was from the government. I feel so helpless sometimes. Me too. It's just like, so what does that mean? Like, am I going to lose all my money? Like, am I going to lose my identity? Am I waiting? Yeah. It's just like a, it's just literally an FYI. There's like no recourse. Like, do I sue you now? Like, what is, is there a class action suit? I'm going to get a check later. I don't know what this means. And the reward for this is like, and now you get three free months of uh, security on the back end, right, identity right, right. protection. I'm like, what a gift. <laughs> you should have given this maybe beforehand, not after you messed up. You know, up. and this is why I get, I need to change my number now. I get so many spam calls and text messages, Same. text messages. Same. So annoying. I think it's because every time you have to uh, pay for something, you have to put a phone number out there. Every time. But why? Because then it's on the package. Now all the UPS, FedEx, and USPS drivers are getting numbers. People are selling our data. It's a black market out there. People. I agree. Uh, Anyways, it's not about security today. It's about money hacks. Um, So that's about security, about savings. Exactly. Great. We we love alliteration here. Oh, you're a pastor. You live in this land. We have to do it. Yes. I'm talking to pastors. They love it. Exactly. (laughs) And uh, I want to talk about some ways in which people can save. Within the church context, whether you work at a church or you just go to church. And I'm going to come in hot with one. It's going to rile some people up. And I careth not. (laughs) Because I think a life hack, let alone a money hack, is to actually tithe on a credit card that gives you a percentage cash back. Get them. Because you can give more that way. And you know who's paying for that cash back? That company who's giving you the money back. So I'm like, so basically I'm also partnering with Amex. Amex is also giving to my church. I wanted to give them that opportunity. Wait, so you get cash back through Amex? I forget which card it is, but yeah. Or are you talking about like you tithe on your Amex or your credit card or whatever for like the travel points? No, I'm saying getting getting cash back, not for points. Getting cash back. you just straight up. Yeah. I, t- I took them profit and I said, profit off the tithe. Wow. No, I'm not profiting <laughs> off of it. We give more that way. <laughs> Wait, you give the cash back? Too? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's what, wow. that's Look how I should you. articulate it. Yeah. Wait, so you are giving like more than 10%. A yeah. Bit. So basically we're, we're making Amex, MasterCard and Visa a GoFundMe. Give with you. Yes. Amex I rope them into it. you. Yes. 
Chase give with Sapphire you is giving with you. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is a new thing. A give with you program. That should be like a new flex on Instagram. Like, so yeah. I give with Amex. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they sponsored this uh, tithe today. Yes, yes. But I, th- I think it's a, it's a fun way to- That's, that's, um, that's okay. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, that's-, that's It's a, only okay? That's I was de- excited about that's it. That's decent. That's decent. You got some nerve. So you're like increasing your giving by, you know, some basis points. Golf clap. Gl- golf clap. Thank you. Standing ovation would be double your giving by corporate matching. If you work for a Fortune 500 company that has a corporate gift matching program, mm-hmm. Like an Apple mm-hmm. or a Google, I'm talking about Silicon Valley companies, but if yeah. you're in the Midwest, if you're in the South, you would know your local Fortune 500 company, Coca-Cola, whatever that might be, they will match your giving up to a certain amount. I love that. I know Apple just down the street, they match up to $10,000. What? $10,000. Holy and cow. And so, you know, that was cute. Give with Amex. Yeah. Let um, Amex give for you. I'll just go back to my- let, game, let Amex give with you. Or you can get your employer to double your giving, double your money. I heard that there's another company that does that too, Overflow. We help facilitate it. Just a little brag. We help maximize giving. We are unlocking more no, ways you to also give, matched. unlocking more ways to save. Oh, our company. Yes. We do. I know. Oh, by the way- Here I was bragging. We do more than that. We do more than that, okay? Yes. So first of all, we believe in the tot. So- we can't go anywhere. We are not willing to go ourselves. So yeah. we tithe off of our revenue, people, not off our profit because we're a startup and we don't make no money. We don't make no profit yet. We will be profitable one day. Amen. But we are growing. We're reinvesting into growth. But off the top, off the revenue, we are giving back to essentially the local church. That's our primary customer. Yeah. But basically 10%. And you know what's cool is a portion of that, we allow our employees, our flow fam, we divvy it up and they get to give to the charitable organizations that they want to direct it towards, which is pretty cool. We write letters to these organizations. These organizations are so surprised. Uh, They're giving platforms, also giving to them, which is super cool. Uh, But we also, yes, you're right. We do we do match your giving. That yeah. also comes out of our we budget. We also give with wow. you. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Now imagine if we did that matching, but then also used cash back credit cards on that. It's everybody's ball game at that point. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I wasn't trying to diminish your No, it sounds like you were. Tip, but yeah. yeah. Um, that'll be the last tip you hear from me. You can take <laughs> the rest of the episode. <laughs> no, but money hacks, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there are massive tax incentives mm-hmm. for giving. Mm -hmm. Now, most people know it's like, yeah, when you give to a 501c3, you get a charitable tax deduction, but people don't understand the impact of giving things outside of cash, like stock and crypto. So let's quickly, I know we talk about this often, but not everyone's heard it. Talk about the um, tax incentives for giving non-cash to a nonprofit. Well, let's talk about that, but let's just talk about it in general, because one of the most powerful itemized deduction possibilities you have if you give over a certain threshold. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't quote me on this. It's, I think, over 12000 if you're single, maybe over 18000 if you're um, married, filing jointly. Again, I might have those numbers off. But the point is that if you give over a certain threshold per year, you can start itemizing your deduction. And 
essentially deducting off of your uh, income tax rate. Essentially, wow. it's 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 one of the most powerful things that you can itemize deductions for is charitable giving, and so if you're a tither, you're already going to be close to that threshold or exceeding that threshold by large measure and saving a ton on taxes. If you live in California like me <laughs> or the other offensive state, New yeah. York, yeah, and basically they just take all of my paycheck every single time, really uh, that tax rate can be looked at as a subsidy for my giving because ultimately I'm going to get a lot of that back mm. Because I am also giving back to my community, my church, other charitable organizations. And so it's super cool. I mean, that is kind of a blessing and a benefit we have in America is we yeah. get credit for that. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, I'm going to stay in California. We have nice beaches. We have nice towns. Um, we have beautiful weather. It's in NorCal, really mild unless Joel and Zoe come in and it's just really cold and rainy yep. only when they come in. Yep. But um, that's the big advantage for giving overall. There's an additional advantage if you give non-cash assets because when you give of your capital gains specifically, your appreciated gains, when you give of that, it is completely protected from any taxes Mm. because when you transfer those capital gains to a church or charitable organization and they liquidate it instead of you, Mm Because they're a tax-exempt organization, they keep all of the gains. All it the gains. It is a win-win, except for Uncle Sam. I like that because most people want to keep all the gains when it comes to working out, but there's more than one ways to keep all your gains. There was one, that, what was that, a mom joke? Are you going to be a mom soon? Oh my, <laughs> why is this the joke of this podcast? Just so everybody knows. Okay. Fans like to roast me for this. It's not a roast. It's an encouragement. Yeah, I guess you're just <laughs> a, trying to nut. make it a, a prophetic. Yeah. <laughs> a roast. I don't know what I'm saying. We are in the Give It Up podcast at some point. We're going to do like a big reveal. That's going to be fun. Oh my. <laughs> if the day comes and when the day comes, we will. But that day is not today. People are just going to tune in just for that. Is They'll this the like, episode? It, yeah. What's happening? Jared's going to tune in. Is this the episode? <laughs> <laughs> what if like that was how I announced it? I was like, "Yeah, I need you to listen to this." He's like, "Why am I listening to the?" Yeah, podcast? yeah, that's right. It's for pastors. You're telling me you recorded this two months ago, and you're just telling me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, but you've also learned a lot about uh, money hacks. Being a pastor, what are some other ones that you can think of? I know there's a housing allowance thing. Can you can you tell us about that and how people can? maximize certain provisions that happen. Yeah. There's what's called a clergy housing allowance. You know, the, I think the history behind this, again, don't quote me on this, but to my understanding, the way it's worded in the IRS, the way it's worded in the the tax forms that you have to fill out to qualify for this um, so that you can be compliant is they use words like parsonage. And so my assumption is that this was created so that there could be a tax free way for ministers and clergy to have housing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you do see that there are mega churches out there that are well financed and well funded. Yeah. But there are over 300,000 churches in America. Most are not overly financed and overly funded. Yeah. And so these advantages um, that the government has provided kind of like a subsidy really helps 
the average minister be able to afford things like housing? Okay, if you have a minister that is counseling, shepherding, helping people in the community, you don't want them to struggle for a house. (laughs) You don't want them to struggle for finding a home and having a place to sleep and host and meet with people. And so there's are there are these advantages. So it is called uh, the clergy housing allowance. Mm. There is this worksheet that you need to fill out and um, file away on your records in case you get audited, because it allows you to fill out pretty much not just housing but things that um, go into kind of the the day-to-day expenses. So there's things like furniture, there's things like utilities, there's, you know, things that would be the bills related to housing too. You can put on this worksheet and then basically you take your salary minus whatever you calculate on that worksheet. And the difference of that is the thing that gets taxed. Wow. So a lot of times that allows pastors to stay in lower tax brackets, that allows... Um, pastors and clergy mm. uh, to be able to uh, pursue housing and housing related expenses um, without needing to be taxed on that as well. And it's in addition to also having to um, spend on that. So it is good from the standpoint, if you think about it, especially in like places like California, New York, yeah. um, you're getting a bump of, you know, I don't know, 10, 20% on your overall compensation yeah. Um, if you didn't have that. And so that allows the church to not have to pay crazy large salaries um, and expend a lot of money to staffing when pastors and clergies can specifically take advantage of this. So it just makes the um, allocation of funds a lot more efficient and optimized. Thanks to the government, really. Yeah, that's yeah. so crazy. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. That's a big money hack. What else you got? Money hacks? Um, You know, I think that when it comes to, I mean, where do we want to go? Do we want to go for pastors, for churches? What do you think the felt need is? Let's go one more pastors and then we'll go churches. Yeah. So I think money hacks for pastors, and I don't like to frame it as hacks because all of this is, just trying to to manage stewardship, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, but there are certain things as a pastor that you're probably primarily using for the ministry, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for example, um, let's say you know you're literally on your phone all day doing pastoral calls and yeah. things like that. Yep. Uh, maybe you should consider either the church um, covering some of that expense. Um, or at the very least, if you're using it for work, you can use it as a write-off or a tax deduction. You can obviously apply this principle to anything else that you're primarily using mm-hmm. uh, for the ministry. Um, there are things like car and home office expenses. That was a big thing in the pandemic where a lot of pastors and ministers, they're setting up offices in mm-hmm. their homes. Mm-hmm. They're running services from their homes. And there's a lot of paperwork that you need to fill out to make it proper. Like you have to understand the square footage um, and break down how much specifically the the household that's allotted for office is. And you need to make sure you keep receipts if you're going to deduct things like mileage, if you're driving to visit people and things like that. Because again, if you're audited, all these things will be checked. Yeah. 
Um, but if you can be on top of those things, if you can be clever, you can, for the things you're already doing for the ministry anyways, use it as a tax advantage as well. Um, this is not really a hack. It's just stewardship. Yeah. This is just being clever. This is being smart. It's not even working the system. It's falling in line with the system. It's yeah. understanding the system and make sure it works for you. Yeah. And on the topic of stewardship, because we're so passionate about this, uh, I think this is the time to tell them how we are helping churches with their stewardship, which is honestly another money hack. Well, the biggest hack of all is to check in on your merchant processing fees, right? This is super important that you understand this, that you are literally paying 2.9%, 3.5%. If there's a platform fee on your giving platform right now, upwards of 5%. Just imagine like if all time, you know, what comes through your church is a hundred million dollars. Do you really want $5 million to just go poof into merchant processing fees? That's that's not a good look and that's not a good use of resources. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that you're doing everything that you can to minimize merchant processing fees. We literally do a free cost analysis. If you just give us your um, payment processing statements and we can help guide you on how to get that. Even a lot of people don't know how to really retrieve that type of data and that information because these are the things that's trying to hide from you, mm-hmm. right? They don't want you to know all the- How much you're giving them tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars over time that you're going to be giving to merchant processing fees. We can help you extract that data, do an analysis for you and give you real ways to minimize merchant processing fees. And it's not just, uh, when we say minimize, they're like, all right, you save us a couple bucks. Well, not really. It's a little bit more than a couple bucks because tell them what we just found out about that one church in Virginia. Yeah, this one church in Virginia over the course of three years in just merchant processing fees, not including the subscription costs we're going to save for them on their giving platform right now. We're going to save them in just merchant uh, processing fees, $150,000. $150,000. Yeah. I don't know Virginia. I've never been there, but <laughs> I would cute. assume that's at least a couple staff members. Oh my gosh. That's, that's massive. These are not like little, you know, acorns. This is an oak tree that we're saving you. Thank you, Joel. He gave me that one. Um, That's why I was bad. But no, it really is a big deal. And we can get you the lowest fee, right? In the industry. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. No, no, it's literally guaranteed. I'm not just blowing smoke because we can underwrite specific rates for your church because of the full stack financial technology solution that we built. It's a first of its kind in its industry. Uh, and literally we can guarantee the the lowest. And so if you would like to take advantage of that link in bio, I'm just kidding. It's not link in bio. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's the link in the description, but it's also overflow.co is how you can link find out show more. notes. I've always link. wanted to say that because I, I, for the longest time, didn't even know where the show notes were. I thought people were lying, but you I, didn't know to scroll up. No, because the whole like uh, Apple podcast app thing was yeah. kind of confusing of where the show notes were. I get it now. Okay, guys. Says the Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley CEO founder. Sheesh. You're going to live with that mistake. <laughs> you just admitting to everyone you don't know how to use your iPhone. No, I'm more relatable now. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for that vulnerability. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Okay. Well, I love this episode on money hacks, which is actually just stewardship, which we know you all care about. So we'll see you next time. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Give It Up podcast. If you want to receive even more insights on church innovation, culture, and giving, now you can sign up for free to be an Overflow Insider, where you'll receive exclusive content, discounts, direct access to Vance Roush to get your questions answered, and also invite-only access to our monthly fundraising leadership forums. Head to overflow.co backslash insider, or just click the link in our bio to sign up for free today. In order to get this podcast in the ears of even more church leaders, could you please subscribe and leave a review for the show? This tells the podcast players what people are enjoying and want to hear more of, and we are adamant about providing maximum value to even more church leaders. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.